Hi, I'm Harry. And I'm Simon. Together we sell all sorts of antiques and collectibles from our two auction houses in Windsor and in Devon. But where do the items come from? Join us as we chat about house clearances, our weird and wonderful finds, and interview others in the antiques and auction trade, and if we're honest, just about any other topic that happens to come to mind. Welcome to The Gavel and the Gavel. It's Harry and I am joined by... Simon from Devon. You know what it rhymes with by now. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Uh, well, just before recording, uh, Simon and I were talking about my favourite subject because I've just had a text to say uh, that my wife is out this evening and which means I can go and get myself a Chinese takeaway. Oh, High Chinese... point of my day. Forget the podcast. <laughs> A big shout out to the best Chinese restaurant in Windsor, in Berkshire, which is called... The Hong Kong. The Hong Kong. It's legendary in Windsor. Legendary. Because they make amazing, amazing food. For those of you who don't realise this, because it is peculiar, because Simon is based in Devon, he talks with knowledge about Windsor, not because we just because we've got an auction house there, but he did live there for a long while. Uh, we did live there for <laughs> quite a lot, 18 years, yeah, exactly. And I frequented your wife's pub, which was just around the corner from the Hong Kong, funnily enough. This is totally irrelevant drivel. Why am I talking? Okay, what are you having from... Oh, come on, this is really going to upset me. What are you having from Oh, Hong no, Kong? I haven't decided yet. Oh, you know. Don't... Uh, no, I don't. I'm, I could go standard order. Crispy you know, duck? Crispy duck, obviously. Got to have crispy duck. Um, bit of chicken chow mein. Bit of chicken um, chow mein. Bit of beef and cashew nuts. Yeah, yeah. Do you like the Chinese curry? Chinese curry? I, I, I don't usually order that weirdly, but I like their uh, spare ribs. Can't believe we're talking about this on a podcast. It's a worry. About antiques. However, dear listener, the reason why we're talking about this is that the last time Simon and I saw each other, which was uh, a couple of days ago, we had an auction. And I mean, we don't want to cast dispersions, but it was their fault. Uh, BT managed to cut off. And we do pay an awful lot for our uh, internet to make sure it's a very strong connection. Um, and has all the high tech gear in it, managed to cut off our internet mid-sale. Sorry, how many times? One for a long period of time, and then it carried on Three times. Three, Three times. times. While they tried to fix it. Mid-auction, no internet, <laughs> whole thing collapsed. <sighs> Painful. But that's the beauty of technology, Harry. It was slightly stressful. The people who actually uh, look after our internet aren't talking to me. They like everybody else in the office, but they're not talking to me because I was quite cross. Mm -hmm. You were a little cross, weren't you? Uh, which is um, not unusual. does happen occasionally. So tell me about what's been going on in your life. I've got big news for you. I am officially in love. Right. I am literally smitten head over heels I've got heart palpitations, but I know it's unrequited love. I can't possibly... It's it's torturous, to be honest with you. Right, come on then, let me hear all about it. I'm in love with a Ford Mustang. Trailed in our last podcast. This is the car you want to squish me into, isn't it? I want to squish... No, you're not getting in my car now. Trust oh, me. I see. Oh, stay I see. Okay. That from, much in Stay love. away from... I am that much in love with this car. So the lovely customer that's brought it in for sale um, has said, there's, there's my insurance. It covers you. Uh, take it for a drive. So I stood outside our auction house just basically dribbling like a youth 
who's, I mean, it's just the most beautiful car I've ever seen. And then, to make matters worse, I drove said five-litre V8 Mustang. I was I was like a child again. I was like a teenager. I literally am desperately in love. You should um, get somebody to buy it for you as a gift. Well, I am trying to get... Oh, I haven't tried you yet. <laughs> uh, Harry, I need this car. No, 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 I no. Need... You I, know, like, I mean, hang on, I, hang on. No, no, no. I promise you I'll no. be good forevermore if you no. buy me this car. No, no, listen, it's like, you know, some people have therapy dogs. I have one. <laughs> <laughs> you have one. I need We're both a, as anxious a, as each other though now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need a therapy Mustang. I drive this car and I have never been so happy. I'm hoping my wife doesn't listen to this podcast. So so she doesn't. Uh, so, no. <laughs> what, so what happens thankfully. What happens if uh on auction day and this happens quite a bit uh, that you, there's something in any sale that we're doing that we both like or one of us likes or whatever, and then somebody else buys it and they're in the room. Are you going to do your usual thing and look at them with daggers? Oh, no. I Basically, imagine a teenager who Careful. is in love with a beautiful woman or a beautiful man, doesn't matter. There you go. How does that? Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Who is in love with a beautiful person and that person turns their back on them and leaves the disco with someone else. That's what it's going to be like. I mean, I don't know how to tell you this. I don't know how oh to tell you this, God. Harry. It's like doing a podcast with a 95. In fact, 95-year-olds are more in touch with what? the world than you are. Listen, I'm only bringing this up because the Mustang is lot 85 We've got nearly 600 lots. You are going to have to somehow get me through lot 86 to lot 580. Because if that Mustang sells, my baby sells, I am going to be literally heartbroken. It is the most beautiful thing, apart from my wife, that I have ever seen. Okay. Well, I have a, I have a surprise for you, by the way. You bought it for me. No. It's nothing Why not? to do with your Ford Mustang because I'm bored of talking about your love life. It's a beautiful car. I have volunteered you for something today. Oh, crap. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, in light of you trying to squish me into cars, um, in uh, mid-November, I'm going to a, a white-collar boxing event Ooh. as a guest to watch a friend's son fight. Excellent. And I was talking to them and they said, oh, well, we're looking for um, uh, some volunteers in the older age brackets. I failed to see what this has to do with me. <laughs> uh, for our bout in March. OK. <laughs> so I said, well, actually, it's funny you should say that. My uh, business partner mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. uses boxing mm -hmm. as stress relief and keep fit. Is it keep fit still? It's no. not keep fit. No. <laughs> And I'm sure, mm. because it's for a fantastic charity, uh, one of the cancer charities, he'd be up for that. Sorry. So let me get this right. <laughs> Your revenge for me simply saying you need to sit in a sports car is to get me beaten up. No, no. I'm no, not sure. No, how no. is How is You're that in any way? How is that in any way proportionate in terms of some kind you are of revenge? A quality athlete. You tell me about this. Keep fit. 
All it's not called keep time. fit. I'm not in a leotard. I do not have any sweatbands. Stop it. I have photos that beg to differ for that. However, which I will <laughs> pop up on Instagram. Oh, you do. Actually, he yeah. gave them to me. Yeah, that's true. So when you're doing your keep fit, um, I think <laughs> I can hear your arteries tightening then. No, um, I think that um, what do you reckon? You do three. Apparently you do three two minute rounds. Oh my god! Right, and I've they done, have a I've, and they yeah. match you up with somebody of similar age and ability. Well, they need to be in their eighties and <laughs> basically wheeled in to the ring if that's going to happen, mate. I think this is something that we need to go through with. So when is this next? March? I can be I can be the chap in the corner with the spray bottle of water. Oh my! Actually, god. to be fair, that might you were, be too that might sorry. be strenuous. You'll be. <laughs> No, what you'll be doing is standing there with a bag of chips and and pouring full fat coke in my head. You'll be the worst trainer you, ever. Am I allowed to give you chips during the fight? I'm pretty sure that's not During the fight, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Salt and vinegar, please. So, Lots of it. Um, this oh. is, um, uh, when is so this? This is, this is quite fun. Um, so oh. I think um, we'll have an update, um, probably a couple of episodes time. When is uh, this? When, um, March. A uh, couple of episodes, so you've got plenty of time. Plenty of time. I tell you, I tell you what, Harry. I tell you what. You ra- March. That's not a long time. <laughs> you raise enough money for charity, and I'll get in the ring. How's that? Oh, mate, I I have already, without you knowing, um, quietly mentioned this to at least two of our close friends who were all in. Uh. I mean, sorry, <laughs> because the they desire. Both went, they both went. They're quite, you know, well-to-do individuals and a big oh. supporter of this particular charity. Oh. And I said, if I ask Simon about this on the podcast, and he winches and says it's all about the money, and as one, <laughs> mm. they went, "Don't worry about that." <laughs> the, desire, the desire to have me beaten up by my own friends, let alone my enemies, is is slightly disconcerting. But I can't tell you, there was not even a pause. There no, was just wasn't. a. It was just a, yeah, I've got it. Okay. All right, then. You raise enough money, I'll get in the ring. Excellent. Well, yeah, there we go. Um, Right, so, um, update. What have you found? What have you seen? Where have you been? Oh, did I tell you about a Ford Mustang? Yes, move on. If that's all you've got, we're in in quite a bit of stride. (laughs) It's all I really care about is... The beautiful Ford Mustang that is currently set. Okay, La- enough, ladies enough. and gentlemen, I can't talk it's about in, it anymore. It's in shadow anymore. black with no, bronze wheels. It's got a full Roush kit. Okay. It sounds like rolling thunder, David, and it's Dave. lot eighty-five. Producer you mustn't Dave. bid Just on it unless you're not... buying it for me, Dave. Producer Dave. Dave, will you buy me a Mustang, please? Edit I'll all this it. out. Uh, okay, so what have you seen? Where have you been? We- Windsor has done a lot of clearances. We haven't turned up at the wrong person's house yet good. this week, which That's is good. fantastic. We found an awful lot of good, solid auction items. Okay, such as? No, we found lots of silver, Yeah, uh, a little bit of gold, some nice jewellery. Last night we collected um, uh, some uh, a diamond and sapphire and a diamond and emerald uh, cluster ring. They were both very pretty. Very nice. Really lovely. Um, we've seen a lady about, um, now this, I'm not aging you cause you won't remember this, but Bieber, very trendy store, fashion store in what now? Uh, the sixties, Bieber. 
Oh, okay. No, vaguely. We've yeah. sold some of the shop fittings years ago, um, but you may or may not remember. Um, so we've seen a collection of Bieber, which we are um, hoping to bring to auction uh, later in the year, probably about November, uh, to go with um, our Bond dress and some other bits. Fantastic. So th that's coming up. Oh, I saw a beautiful house where sadly um, I was doing um, a probate valuation for somebody in their 90s who'd passed away. And I literally sat in their drawing room and just said, can I just live here? <laughs> um, because it was full of amazing and amazing, amazing antiques. But I tell you, an interesting part of this uh, appraisal was because a member of the family had been a real collector of Georgian antiques and all the rest of it. Mm. There was five or six pieces of ivory. And sadly, I had to explain to them that although this was antique ivory and we were, you know, all for um, preservation of animals and we weren't for talking about hunting of ivory, but we appreciated this was very old and it was antique, etc., but it was now of no value at all. And it broke their hearts because they thought that this money could be used, you know, to assist with the family, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it was a very peculiar conversation to have. And they fully understood, but it was interesting that they had never heard of the ban. That's interesting, isn't it? And I wonder whether enough has been done in the industry and by the government to promote, but maybe they've just got too much on. I mean, that isn't a political statement, but, you know, when the ban came in, but they never, I don't know how you publicise these things. It's probably quite low down the, the agenda, I suppose. Yeah, but it was interesting. They had no idea. No they idea. said, oh, can you, you know, this, these are the sort of things, um, you know, we don't like ivory, but... You know, could you take these to auction and that money will be used to pay the bills and, you know, for the family and all the rest of it. Um, and yeah, interesting, huh? The bearer of bad news. We sometimes yeah, well, I did say at one point, having looked at four things and saying I can't sell any of it um, for you. I did think at one point they might actually ask me to leave in a moment and they're really nice people. It's, it's... But I keep saying no, no, no. They're going to go out, out, out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, sometimes you do feel it's not the easiest way to make friends, is it? Because the auction market, it's a complicated, uh, fashion-driven, you know, we've all talked about dark furniture, stunning, well-made dark furniture. To turn it away seems ridiculous. But if it's not going to make a £5 note, it's of, you know, we don't make any money, you don't make any money, there is no point. So it's a, it, it, they're tricky conversations to have, aren't they? Mm, it was interesting. And I was just thinking, gosh, you know, these people have obviously got big collections. They're not daft. They're business no. people. They're nice, nice folk. They read newspapers. They listen to the news. And it just hadn't come across their radar. And I, and I did. I, th I found that quite interesting. But there you go. But there you go. So, yeah. So it's been a lot of that sort of work. Mm. Well, we've we've had we've probably had a similar month down here at Lime Bay Auctions, and um, we've got some some really nice auctionable items. Again, like you, some good silver, some good quality Georgian and Victorian silver, really good. Um, well, you know, auction fillers, I suppose, the sort of stuff you're looking for. But then we've come across some interesting things. We have a beautiful. Um, and I really like this. It's a it's a chest. It's a metal bound and wooden and metal chest 
which looks like any other. Looks a bit like a, a, you know, a pirate box that you'd see at a pantomime. But this is obviously Georgian. It's got some proper age to it and it's beautiful. But when you open it up, it is full of all interlocking trays and they're all labelled silver teapot, silver knives, silver forks, silver ladles, silver coffee pot, silver, 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 silver. So this was a travelling... And the silver's all in there? No. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how to tease your business partner and your auctioneer. I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) This is amazing. Before we started recording, you were going, oh, you know, uh, it's a shame, but, you know, this bit's going to be moved into the next auction. And I was like, oh, right, whatever. And then you go, and I'm like, hang on a minute, it's it's just, it's completely hijacked me. I see see how I may have taken you down a bit of a dark alley there. Um, (laughs) But no, No silver, not a stick. However, um, I'm wondering whether we've often, you and I, sold good collections of silver to the silver vaults in London, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For very big prices. And I'm hoping that they might pick up on this because for someone in the high-end silver trading world, this is a very rare piece where you can imagine if it was slightly refurbed on the inside where the felt um, or the velvet's worn, if you then filled that full of the original silver, you know, the Georgian silver, I mean, it would be a thing of beauty. And it's stunningly made. All the, It's not just a tray on top of a tray on top of a tray, Harry, if you know what I mean. There's a tray and then there's an inset tray and then there's another insert where clearly the coffee pot went and it's all beautifully ah, made. For so purpose. this sounds like if they, they don't buy it, I suggest that this might end up with um, that rather lovely dealer who buys from both of us, um, uh, Mr. Gary Mundy of uh, Mostly Boxes. Mostly who, Boxes. Uh, based in Eton for all that time. Yeah. He's now moved his premises. Yes. World famous. And he is, I mean, his, his boxes are extraordinary. He sells all over the world. A very I nice man. A, he's a very nice man. But I tell you what's very funny about him is he is world famous because I once got into a taxi in Paphos in Cyprus and you know because I never stopped talking as we both know chatting to the guy he said so you know what do you do and where are you from and I said oh I'm from near London in Windsor and he said oh I know Windsor and I said oh do you oh right right, okay he goes and what do you do and I said well weirdly you can see my wife in the taxi rising her eyebrows going why (sighs) shut up um the king of self-promotion as ever and um I said, oh, I have an auction house. I said, oh, you must know Gary. <laughs> I'm like, pardon? Huh? Gary who? He said, Gary, mostly boxes. He said, yeah, yeah. No, he said, I know Gary really well. I buy boxes from him. So my cab driver in Cyprus, and I'd seen Gary four or five days before I went on this little holiday, knew <laughs> Gary. And I was like, that's the weirdest thing. Really weird. But there you go. So he's... Uber famous. Tip him the wink for the silver uh, travelling chest. He he's he scours uh, the sale room and Easy Live and those sort of things for good quality boxes. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. Now we d- we do need to talk about Windsor's last auction, and as long as it as long as it's with a degree of respect, and I haven't done anything stupid again. <laughs> let's we, let's no, go no, with no. that. No, no, no. I mean this this is therefore talking about. The crazy, the the vagaries of auctioneering. I want to talk about Royal Dalton, Royal Worcester figurines. 
Oh, Coldport figurines. And, and Royal, Coldport. And Royal Dalton. Yeah, there were, and, yeah, there was a few Royal Worcester, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, on a standard day, we get collections. These are, for the listeners, these are the the ladies that they yeah, give ridiculous, yeah, yeah. That they give yeah. ridiculous names, like Prudence and Lucky and Dodgy and... Yeah, carry on. Princess and... Before you disappear back down a very wrong avenue. Yeah, let's go, carry on. Um, now... On a standard day, if you were taking in five Royal Dalton figurines, you know, Shanice and... Yeah, yeah, carry on. Blossom yeah. and yeah, Pancake yeah. and whatever. Five of them coming through the door. How much do you estimate those at, Harry? Oh, about four to five hundred. You're a moron. <laughs> I don't. I estimate How much do you I, normally... I put estimate. them in lots of five... And I put them at 50 to 80 pounds, 40 to 60 pounds, something like that. 10 pound a figurine is your low estimate. Yeah. Hoping to get, so if you've got five figurines, 50 pounds is your reserve, 10 pound a figurine, because they're very much out of fashion. And 50 to 80, 50 to 100, most. What did they sell for on Saturday? We had an awful lot of them. <laughs> you did have an awful lot of them. But and they were on in average, lots, they were in batches of six. So, yeah. Uh, on average, about three hundred and fifty, four hundred and fifty pounds per batch. Oh, you see, you're being bashful as well because three hundred and fifty, three hundred and sixty was the minimum they sold for, yeah. and some collections of six or eight made six hundred, seven hundred pounds. Yeah, they did. <laughs> and to say that the people in the rooms' jaws hit the floor. Now, first of all, the first lot that came up, we all went. £600, hammers down, and we're sold to the internet, funnily enough. Certainly wasn't to the room. And everybody went, oh, you boys have missed something in there. There's obviously a rare one in there. There's a rare one in there, and you've missed it. And we went, yeah, fair enough. Hands up. We've obviously missed a rare one. And then we went to the next lot, another five or six, <laughs> another four or five hundred pounds. They went, are you two? That seems. Then we went to the third one, another six hundred pounds. They went, what the... What on earth <laughs> is going on here? Um, so what was going on? Well, um, it wasn't just one bidder, as you were no. in charge of the internet on the day. It was a lot of internet bidders. Um, and they were based uh, all around the world, weirdly. Uh, we had four or five um, English dealers bidding. We had two Chinese bidders uh, bidding. Um, but the largest consignment is off to Vietnam. Vietnam. I mean, I have to say, it was a lesson in the power of online sales and the saleroom.com that we pump all our auctions through. Um, and there are others like Easy Live, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But there are two good ones that we know of. Um, and they had found them. But we'd also, I believe, I've spoken to the individual. They'd found them um, on two sites. They'd found them on the sale room and they found them on Barnaby's, um, which is an international. It gathers all the auctions together. And when you're looking for specific yeah. things. An aggregator of catalogs. Aggreg yeah. Aggregator. Thank you for resting there you me. Go. <laughs> um, and that's how they found them. And yet they're apparently incredibly fashionable. Now, there is, is one issue that is very funny about this. Because as soon as I saw the invoice, and I, they're very delicate, aren't they? Very and delicate. And I thought, Vietnam, uh -oh. oh, my life. Um, our shippers, who are dealing with it, 
Um, not we're not selling sending them in house. We do lots of shipping in house, as do you. But for delicate items, particularly overseas, we tend to use a shipping company. Um, they're taking care of it, and they collected them this very morning. Oh, really? And okay. they're not enamoured with the whole equ equation, but they will get it done. Um, and but they were but giggling because they were like, "Oh, why know why you're not doing this?" And yeah. all the rest of it. But isn't it fascinating, Harry? Isn't it absolutely fascinating that I mean, how could you possibly know? that all of a sudden, and I mean, we're talking within a month, yep. month before, you know, when we do house clearances, often, as you'd imagine, of elderly people, once upon a time, in many households, the lady of the household collected these, what were very expensive at the time, very mm. detailed, very pretty, very beautifully made, you know, with certificates and limited editions and all the rest of it. But who knew that, from one month to the next, they could be £10 a piece to £100 a piece because the people, the good people of Vietnam have fallen in love with Royal Dalton figurines. I mean, it's just incredible, isn't it? It really is. And as I have described can I, to can you, I, Harry, dear, listen, dear listener, can I tell you something? <laughs> that Simon was not saying, oh, this is great on the rostrum. I was. He was looking at me like, no, you were. But because, as we have alluded to before, there's quite a bit of competition between the two of us. I was copping quite a lot of jovial flack about how lucky I was. Well, let's put it and this where way. Was I, where had I secreted my lucky lucky rabbit's foot? Which mm -hmm. has been brought up this morning as well. Yeah, because <laughs> I can tell you right now, if those bidders don't materialise on Monday for my Royal Dalton figures in Lyme Regis, <laughs> someone's getting belted on the rostrum. Oh, I, I say jest, in jest, of course. It's One not in jest. People know you're like that. Well, I mean, yeah, and, it's, and to be fair... If that helps with your training for March, <laughs> uh, maybe I should just maybe I should just step up. I'm so looking forward to the fact that actually the the, the first time in our podcast career that you know we get overwhelmed with um, messages it will be just to see me beaten senseless. That's brilliant in March. Well, I'm I. What I would say is I don't think that over your career I don't think that there will be a shortage of people wanting to get tickets for that event. <laughs> and I mean that with love and respect. I mean, but I, I could probably sell out Wembley if you're... I suspect that they may go, oh, this little tiny gym that we're using where we usually have 50 people and it's all very good fun isn't quite... We need to move this. Yeah. I mean, is the O2 booked? That's what we need to know. It's not a vanity thing. It's just the number of people who might enjoy this event. Um, I certainly will be front and centre, apparently holding a bag of chips and a can of Coke. Can of Coke. I think I could probably do better than that. You'd like to think so, but I'm I'm not. Uh, I mean, will it help with our sponsorship of Jelly Babies if I consume Jelly Babies uh, during <gasps> rounds? No, I might get myself a Jelly Baby suit. Oh, could you? That might be. Somebody did suggest that the other oh. day because Maynards haven't called. And they said... Why don't you get yourself a jelly baby suit? Where, where, do you need a suit or could yeah. you not just paint yourself one of the colours of a jelly baby? <laughs> well, do you know what? The lady in question, who will remain nameless because she's a customer of ours and, says, and listens to the pod, um, she said, but you wouldn't need a sort of fat suit, would you? No, Harry? no, you wouldn't. No, you could just get sort of a, like a, a, like just... a onesie or one of those morph suits. And I went, nobody needs to see that. <laughs> 
I'm not sure that's going to, yeah. Nobody needs that in their life. I mean, if we go back many, many years, um, uh, the boxers in their corner would have a scantily clad lady with, uh, you know, a ring card. I get you. How does that work? I don't know what to tell you, mate. I, I genuinely don't know what to tell you. I mean, I was worried about the fact, I'm glad that you're slightly more on board with this than I thought you would be, because I volunteered you in a nanosecond. <laughs> <laughs> to be beaten up. I mean, uh, no, no, you're going to win. You're going to win. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't wait till I turn up in a ring with Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> Smashed no, no, around no. the place. We will very much make sure mm -hmm. that your opposition... No, you won't. <laughs> You'll be bribing them to go. You see the big, uh, you know, two hundred pound lunatic over there. We want him. We want no, him. What I was the one that's chewing do, a brick. The one I was tempted to do is uh, was to say, um, <laughs> yeah, he's twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> his is yeah. yeah okay, yeah. You know that. what I mean. And just yeah. sort of slightly lie about things. Fine. Well, t I tell you what. As long as as long as my pain and suffering and beating, where is this thing taking place? Oh, London Town. Oh, good grief! I've got to go to a city as well and leave the parish. Can oh, I do it? Can not... I do it over Skype? <laughs> you mate. Can it be a Zoom call? Bet, your safest bet may be a Zoom fight. A Zoom fight. I'm going to bring it right. in, in a Zoom fight. Is that it? On that happy note. Um, well, have you got anything else to tell me about? Yeah, um, I just want to um, put it out there to the podcasting world. If somebody, if no, somebody no, 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 will no, buy no, me no. a Mustang, I will love them forever and oh ever and ever. Life. I just need this Mustang in right, my life. Buy. My therapy we'll Mustang. Week. My therapy um, Mustang. Harry, oh, oh, next week you could be on saying, do you know what? Great news. I bought him that Mustang. That is a podcast, Harry. That is a podcast. We've been together for, what, 15 years now? You've never bought me anything. Bye, everybody. Bye.